Yeah, what is going on, Nick's Anonymous family? Welcome back to another glorious episode of Nick's Anonymous. Episode 92. Episode 92. And I don't know if y'all noticed, I had to go a little bit more, excuse me, a little bit more lightly on the yurt. Um, I've noticed that uh, from past uh, episodes while editing, uh, my years have been a little too excessive for the ears so <laughs> my apologies for you guys having to deal with that this entire time but i have been conscious about it and i am fixing it so your ears can enjoy the show and not bleed <laughs> but episode 92 here we are shout out to the next anonymous family uh stevie you already know how we do tell the kind people where they can find us and or support and or talk to us Absolutely. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Nick's Anonymous. Follow us on Twitter at, at Nick's Anonymous, spelled with a Z. That's K-N-I-C-K-Z Anonymous. Uh, follow us on TikTok at Nick's Anonymous. Check out our website at Nick's Anonymous. No, well, not at Nick's Anonymous, but Nick'sAnonymous.com. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio. Uh, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, and Breaker. Yes, sir. And we are selling pins on the Nick's Anonymous website, which you saw in the beginning of this episode. They're very good. Very good quality. I'm not going to lie. My friend just bought one, and he, he was actually pretty surprised about how good it was. And so were yeah. we, honestly. It came out pretty well. Yeah, so, yeah. If you don't have yours, go cop yours. Link in description, as always. Uh, so this could be a fast one. We're gonna get right into this. It wasn't really too much to, well, not even say too much because it was actually a very nail biting, uh, nail biting and exciting week of basketball. Uh, games that we thought we were gonna win and not gonna win. And well, one, but well, we only had two games. So yeah, one game we knew we were gonna win. The other one. We weren't too sure. Actually, no, we thought we were gonna lose definitely because history showed these guys usually kill us. But this time around, not so much. Not so much. But before we get into that, we got a little topic to talk about. Uh, first things first, the Knicks have officially clinched a winning road season. So they are officially road warriors. Uh, currently, as of right now, they are 22-14. and 14, And they have five road games left. So regardless of what they do, they will have a winning record hence the clinch so um yo yes 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 shout shout to the knicks man listen they, they've been doing their thing it's one of the hardest things to do is to go into the opposing team and bring the work especially when the other team's fan base because it's hard I, yo that i think that's very underestimated in the sports world a little bit that like i i know people say home field advantage but i don't think they really understand how crazy home field advantage actually can be like Especially gotta, in the garden, <laughs> yo. Especially, it can work, work either way. Like look at look at like something like what happened to Trey Young in the playoffs. Now, props to Trey Young for actually handling that kind of pressure and actually, you know, still be able to perform. But if you're not a Trey Young, you know, built mentality, could you imagine how many people you think are in the garden? How many people you think are fit in the garden? Let's say, let me look it up. How many? You're going to look many, it up and you want me to take a guess? Uh, Maybe 25,000? How many people? Is that a lot? Can fit is that too in, much? I was, I'm going to say 25,000. 25,000. I think it might be a little bit... Less? A little less. Uh, In... Oh, it thinks it thinks I meant in a garden. No. In... The, <laughs> <laughs> it matters to the Nah, yeah, 25,000 is kind of OD. I'll say 15,000. Nah, okay. It's 20,789. Oh, okay. So either way, I was close. So imagine 20,789 fans screaming F you. Like, F you, Stevie. I'd be like, wow, what did I do? F you, Stevie. <laughs> like, yo. And 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 not like me. I'm, I'm saying it in a, very, in a very friendly voice. Now imagine drunk New Yorkers. Probably throwing more profanity in there just, just, just cause. That's a lot of pressure to handle. I'm not gonna lie. So for the Knicks to go to other places, 
Um, even though they may, they're not the Garden, it's still just as bad anywhere else. You know, like uh, the Celtics Arena, I heard they're, they're, they're pretty toxic over there. Um, and we own them. <laughs> <laughs> we own them. Uh, Philly. Philly's another fan base that's kind of crazy. We kind of own them. We're kind of we're back and forth with them, which is kind of crazy because if you really look at the Knicks and everybody else, everybody else pretty much went and grabbed stars to kind of build. Besides, well, Embiid's in a he's kind of an exception because they drafted him, so they kind of yeah. went and got they got Harden, and the same with Tatum. But I guess the whole Celtics organization, right? They're pretty much built. Basically, yeah. Okay, Marcus, you know what? Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Um, yeah. Okay, so you know what? I take that back. I take that back. But um, yeah. Shout out to the Knicks. Um, what do you think their home record is? I know our road record is better, but uh, I couldn't tell you off the top. The Knicks home record. Shout out to the Doom Monitor, by the way. This gets me my info super fast. Uh, the Knicks are twenty and sixteen at home. I think we should be doing better than that. But I I'll take agree. it. A winning record is a winning record. I'll take it. A little too close for comfort, you can say. Yeah, I agree. A little too close for comfort. Cause that this is the garden. This is the mecca. You gotta we must protect this house, Stevie. Agreed. But I also feel like this twenty and sixteen home record is due to the slow start that we had. Absolutely. Same with same with everything else. Like like our whole um like our like our like our offense percentage rating and all that other stuff. It's we're still low ranking and in, in like the field goal percentages and all that stuff. But if we would have started how we how we're playing now, we would definitely be top. Because because if you look at like from the second half of the season, we're pretty much like top five in almost every category. So you know if we would have translated that at the beginning of the season, we like I said we could potentially because we talked about before the games we should have won. So we could easily be a, a third, second, first place team if we played the way we were. Absolutely, I agree. Not for nothing, to bring back something you said earlier about the road record, that kind of saved our season, dude. Because as you just said, we had a slow start at home. The whole 20 and 16 thing was, you know, like you said, too close for comfort. So the road, us being road warriors kind of saved us. You really think about it. Yeah, and this is definitely a slow start because the 20 and 16, because the the road record, we were pretty much positive from the beginning. So we we started positive. The home record, we act we were actually negative and we're just getting it into the positives. You know what I mean? Like we were like like I would probably say like a month ago, we would probably like uh Gotta look it up. <laughs> no, no, okay, I, I'm I'm gonna give it my give and take. We were definitely in the negatives. I'll say that. We were definitely in the negatives. So, you know, it's good that the Knicks are picking it up on both sides because it, it's going to be it's going to be huge for us to have because especially if we're pushing for that fourth seed, which I don't quite think we're going to get. But we could. It's very possible because of the performance we showed this week. It just depends on the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers have been doing good. So, like, they're making it very hard for us to, to kind of catch up. But, you know, if you know, fourth seed, you get that home field advantage, you know, or home court advantage as I want to be, get politically correct, everybody, <laughs> home court advantage. So I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that, Stevie? How do you, how do you feel the, the Knicks should maybe fix? Like, what do you think it is for the home court? You think it's like the jitters and nerves? Like, what do you think it is about between the, the, the road and the home court? Uh, I don't know. In all honesty, I couldn't answer that. It could be jitters. I kind of doubt it because, you know, these guys have been made. We can't say Jalen Brunson has the jitters. He always shows up. Randall's been here for a few years, so I won't buy that. Um, I don't know. I couldn't put anything on that, to be honest. Maybe they, maybe they, things just didn't go our way. I guess I'll put it into that. Maybe it was just bad luck in the beginning. Or maybe it was just we were still trying to figure things out, you know, because we didn't know what our identity was. I had a lot to do with that. <clears throat> like we said, it was a slow start, so that, that could easily just be the answer. Um, okay, but Stevie, how do you feel about this? Uh, a legend, Kevin Garnett, publicly says that the Knicks could very well actually be contenders this year. What are your What are your opinions on that? I would say it depends on who we play in the first round because who we play in the first round will determine how far we go. 
Cause like So who do you um, want in the first round? Currently who Alright, I gotta get the standings up. Sorry, I should have had that up so we could talk about it. So bear with me. Um, I honestly, if you ask me, I want the Cavs in the first round for like we we've talked about it before on the show. The storyline writes itself, especially considering the Donovan Mitchell trade, how the media and how the fans reacted. You know what I mean? That story writes itself. But um, aside from that, we seem to match up very well with them. Like, we're not a mismatched team against the Cavs, even even though they do have Donovan Mitchell, because he he would be the superstar in this situation out of everybody. And despite the fact they have him, we match up great with them. And we have the opportunity to beat those guys, in my opinion. We, but, match, um, up, we match up better than everybody expected. Especially them and the Celtics. And the Celtics are like the top dogs. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't mind seeing the Celtics in the second round as well. Am I saying we ma- we could, am I saying we're gonna beat the Celtics? Not guaranteed. But we could if we're gonna pull an upset, I would see us pulling an upset over them rather than Philly. I, I don't think we're in Philly's level yet. I don't even think we're at the Celtics level yet. Um, as well, we just match up well with them. Um, but if I had to guess, I think we could definitely beat the Cavs. I really believe that. So you're thinking second rounds as far as we go? Depending on seeding. Depending on seeding. Right now we're fifth. And if the season ended today, we're playing the Cavs. And if we beat the Cavs, we see the Bucks in the second round. So yeah, I guess if we're seeded, like if we stay here, yeah, I think the second round would be would be it. Because I don't see us beating the Bucks. Dude, how crazy would it be if we beat the Bucks? <laughs> I think we'll take two from the Bucks. I can see that. It won't. They won't like, like dominate us. I'll say. I'll tell you that much. They wouldn't dominate us. I, t- I think we take two from them. And okay. Wait. 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 Before we jump the gun on this, I I do agree with you, Stevie. They are the better team, right? There. There. There shouldn't. We should. <laughs> we shouldn't win that game. Logically, right? Just by standings, uh, numbers, statistics, and all that. Uh huh. But. I'm going to actually use something your brother says a lot for actually good this time. Statistics don't tell the whole story. He says that a lot, and it kind of gets under my skin, and it boils my blood because it doesn't work in every scenario. But in this Ah. scenario, it works. Because because we said the same thing about the Denver Nuggets game this week. We said there was no way that they were going to win. They have our number on lock. You know, it's always the same old, you know, cycle. Um, and two episodes ago, we asked the question: Are these are these new Knicks here to stay? Is this hard playing team, winning team here to stay, or are they going to revert back to their old ways? The way they played against the Denver Nuggets, a fully healthy Denver Nuggets, showed promise, absolute promise, because. That's a change. We finally beat a team we weren't able to beat before. Well, I'm not gonna say before, but in a, you know, in in the past couple of years, because I've obviously somewhere down the line we beat the Nuggets before. But with the new regime with Jokic and Murray and all of them, we really haven't. They've usually wiped us up by thirty. I think like two years ago they wiped us up like almost forty points. You know, usually that's always an L on the calendar. Now, yes, it's one game. You know, it's a seven game series, but. That is the best team in the NBA, Stevie. And we beat them. I, I I see what you're saying, but in all honesty, bro, um, I, I can't see us beating a team of their caliber in the Bucks in a seven-game series. Not yet, at least. You know what I mean? I still think, despite how good we're playing, we're a player away. At what position? I don't know. But um, I still think we're a player away from being, like, finals contenders. You know what I mean? We're... We're way past where anybody thought, you know what I mean? Well, not us, at least. We said 44 wins, but <laughs> um, we may even pass that. So, yeah, we might go beyond what we thought. So, I guess this playoffs is going to be telling. This playoffs is going to show, this is going to say a lot about where we're at. I just really hope it's not like a one and done, man. Oh, bro, it would be so much effort for nothing. Would you consider this, would you consider this, season even though the season's not a loss as a whole but if we were to like win one game in the first round and lose three no lose four like you know four to one 
would you consider that an L season? Um, I would say it's a disappointing ending, but I wouldn't consider it an L season because, again, we weren't supposed to be in the playoffs. So at least we'll know what to build on. So, no, I wouldn't consider it an L season, but changes would have to be made because, you know, like, we showed better. So what's your what's your what's your level of satisfactory? Like what? How many? Like if if it's not a win, right? What? Like you think like a game seven or a game six? Yeah, I mean game five, as I said, would be like if we lose four to one. Yes, that would be disappointing, but I wouldn't consider it an L season. Games going to game six or game seven and losing, um, I wouldn't be too mad at that. That wouldn't be disappointing. It's just hard for and we ended up losing. It depends on how we lose. Now if we get blown out, that's different. Like 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 4-0? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying changes have to be made and heads have to roll, but there there are things to think about. You know what I mean? No, and, and I bring that up for the obvious, as you can tell for who, because there will there will be a lot of Nick fans that will immediately Forget about what happened, all the good that happened in the season, and immediately jump to conclusions if we go 4-0 or 4-1 in the postseason. Like, oh, my God, I knew it. This guy's the worst. Josh Hart is the worst. You know how that's going to go. Like, <laughs> everybody loves yeah, Josh Hart, but the moment if we get swept in the playoffs, it's, oh, Josh Hart ain't shit, uh, quarter of the bag, and, you know, this, you know, RJ will never be anything. Drew, you know how it goes, bro. So... Uh, well, okay, so great take, Stevie. For my side of things, um, I, I do, I think, I think we, I don't, I think I'm gonna have to say we are contenders because I can't say we aren't. You know what I mean? Like, we're playing too good to not be, you know, we're, we're, we're playing like it means something. I feel like, I feel like if you're playing at the caliber at like the top five teams are playing right now, I feel like you're all contenders. I feel like that's how intense it is in the East. I can't speak for the West. I don't follow the West at all, you know. But for the for the East side of things, the top five, tops, even the, you can even argue the top eight teams, their their records are so close that it's really anybody's race. Now, the the most guaranteed is probably the Bucks because of the way their whole you know um, system and organization is set up with all the players they got and even coaching. You know, because they are they. We recently saw them win a championship. You know, they're a championship team. They've already proven themselves to be. But the fact, anything is possible at this point in the East. So, are we contenders? I would I would argue yes. I feel like the Knicks can easily go on a run the same way. Well, not easily, but the Knicks can go on a run the same way the Hawks did, in you know when they beat us in the first round. It's possible. I can see. I I, I, can, I see the potential in that. Nick's not I, 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 won't, I will totally dismiss that possibility. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comments. Let us know. We love to think of, to you know talk about what you guys think. Oh, and for the record, since you mentioned it, you said you didn't follow the West. Check this out. Bro, from the fourth seed <clears throat> to the twelfth seed. This is to the records. It's the Suns, the Clippers, the Mavericks, the Warriors, the Thunder, the Timberwolves, the Jazz, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. They're all in it. They're all in it from the fourth seed all the way to the 12th. And um, the Suns are 38 and 33. Clippers are 37 and 34. Mavericks are 36 and 35. The Warriors are 36 and 36. The Thunder is 35 and 36. Um, the Timberwolves are 35 and 37. The Jazz are 34 and 36. The Lakers are 34 and 37. And the Pelicans are 33 and 37. So only like Five, my bass might be off a little bit, but only like five or six games separate all those teams. So yeah, this is calling it the wild, wild west would be an understatement right now. So it's a tight race all around the NBA right now. Like basically, well, not so much in the East. The East is like, um, I would say the top seven are about locked in. So eight, nine, and ten. Are the dog fights right now? Well, the plane is also a dangerous place, which is why we want to like come. Yeah, I don't want to be there. I don't want to yeah, be there. I don't want to be there. That's that's the gulag for those for my Call of Duty fans out there. The, <laughs> the gulag is the um. Stevie, you know what the gulag is, Stevie? 
I'm not a Call of Duty player. I never okay. was. I, I mean, was never good at first person so, okay. shooters okay, in my okay. gaming days. This is great. So let me educate you real quick. So basically, uh, you know what Battle Royale is, right? Like it's this free for free for all. That I know. I, I I've watched friends play. I know what that is. Okay. So basically, if I kill you, right, you go to this place called the Gulag, which you can then redeem yourself to revive yourself. So that's pretty much what the playing is. You you lost a season, but yet you get one more chance to redeem yourself, and you could potentially you. So if I go to the gulag and win, I could actually maybe come back and win the game, the whole game. You know what I mean? But I died. So that's pretty much what the playing is. <laughs> you you go to the ten seed, you're dead, quote unquote, and you you could do whatever. You could win and push on, and you know have a fucking historical season. Who knows? Man, so. to me, the seventh and eighth seed got robbed, and the ninth and tenth seed are participating for a participation trophy. I still don't like the play-in idea. But what if they make? What if? What if a play-in team goes to the championship though? That's that would blow, bro. In my opinion, because you didn't really. Bro, if the ninth or tenth, really, bro, like, cause remember, at one point the NBA was the first through eighth seed. That's it. There's no the ninth tenth gets to play it. To hell with all that. You didn't make it. <laughs> that would suck if the ninth or tenth seed won the chip, in my opinion. Cause you didn't deserve it. You didn't make it. But if you're the tenth seed beating somebody like the like, okay, let's say the, the magic beat the Bucks. You don't think they deserve that? Not in my opinion. Nah, man. Oh. That's just the old you I might sound like a hater, but that's just the old school dude in me, bro. The first through eighth seeds is the playoff team. And I can still have this opinion because the player is not that old. Player's only like two, three years old. So I can have this opinion and still be bad. <laughs> now right. ten years down the line, you could be like, yo, you an old geezer, bro. Like then then we use that point. <laughs> No, no, it's a safe place. It's a safe place for all opinions. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one, though. <laughs> I feel like I feel like yes, it is. It is disappointing because I, me personally, I don't want to be there for this specific reason. So this is why, as long as we're not in it, I'm okay with it. But if we're in it, I'm not okay with it because anything. Well, if we're, well, if we're in it. I'm gonna root for us to win. But at the back of my mind, I'm gonna be like all that stuff I said about the play. It kind of still, you know what I mean? Like it could be karma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not gonna be good. But okay, so that wraps up for that. Let's get into this week of basketball. Our first stop on this list was Portland. And the headline of this game was the obvious. Josh Hart versus Cam Reddish. Well, at least for us and like Nick's Twitter, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, not like actual headline, but yeah. the For us the... for us and Nick's Twitter, definitely. Yeah, yeah, they, Nick's Twitter was going at it. The headline of this game was definitely, despite Damian Lillard doing what Damian Lillard does. Um, I'm trying to get the stats up, and my internet's acting up. That's quite all right. right. There we go. Final score: Knicks 123, Portland Trailblazers 107. And I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Um, because the game came on late, I kind of missed the second half, so I caught the highlights in the morning, and it wasn't looking too good in the first half. Yeah, like this, this final score doesn't tell the tale of like the game. Like you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think the Knicks were down, like well, like thirteen, I think, right? Uh, the halftime score was we weren't down by that much. Um, Blazers fifty five, Knicks forty nine. We were down by um double digits at one point. We were down by sixteen. So it wasn't a good start to the the first quarter. Was really the the doozy. It. it Lackluster start, you know, we kind of fell back into that one on one. We kind of looked, we kind of, we, we were kind of looking like we did in that Clippers game in the first quarter. We picked it up in the second quarter a little something because we did outscore them, but yeah, we looked kind of sloppy that first quarter. Yo, and not for nothing, that I didn't know Daibu went to to Portland. That that was a great pickup for them from the from the Sixers. Oh, really? You're right. Yeah, he actually had a good game. 15 points, eight boards, three assists, three steals, and a block. I didn't know he, he was on Portland. He's a wicked defender. But um, we, we could use a guy like that. Just say, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing I, that out. I'm just throwing that out there. I wouldn't mind that, having him because he's a what? He's a he's a two guard, right? Uh, he is actually a wing. And guess what? We need a wing. That's what I'm saying. He might exactly be the missing, like not him, but a. Somebody like him. Like that could be the missing piece. Yeah, I agree. 100%. That's definitely a good observation. 
Uh, okay, so let's kind of work our way down the list here, right? Uh, Emmanuel quickly, excellent game. 34 minutes, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 8 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. Uh, Sixth man of the year, bro. I I Listen, if he doesn't win sixth man of the year, he needs votes. So one, one's got to give. If he doesn't win, we riot. Stevie, stop it. We gotta, we gotta promote peace and um, happiness. And for the record, in case anybody's watching, I, I don't literally mean riot. I'm just joking. We're not really gonna riot if he doesn't win. That just means we'll be really upset. See, Stevie, you're a very smart man. No I just had to clarify, bro. You never know. No, people no, no. I know. I know. Absolutely. I don't want to get sued. This is that BS. You know, we live in that kind of world. So listen, there, there you go. There's the clarification. Um, Emmanuel quickly has been amazing. I'm not gonna lie. His uh, IQ has been um, increasing. His and point his, go- and his name is IQ. A hundred percent. That's that's something. That's mad funny. And you know, like I said, this is no. Um, coincidence, especially when you have somebody like Derrick Rose, uh, first time was first time rookie of no first time first time rookie ever winning MVP, right? Nah, he won it his second year, but still, I think he was the youngest MVP ever. That's okay, young, is. there is youngest MVP ever, and someone like Jalen Brunson in your corner. This is pretty much the result. This is the accumulation of that. You know, this is what learning and all that does for you. Um. You know, you know who showed up big deuce. Oh no, no, no! I was gonna get to him because this is one of those games too where Jalen Brunson was out. You know, much needed. You know, scary to kind of, you know, it's it's scary to have your top player not play, but it's not scary when you have someone like Emmanuel quickly and Deuce McBride on your team. So now that you mentioned Deuce McBride, uh, he had twenty five minutes, eighteen points, uh, one rebound, three assists. One steal, two blocks, and one Bro. monster, one monstrous block on Simons. Yes. I'm, oh my I, god. I was gonna say something, but I'm glad you did it. Um, yeah, I think that was the highlight of the game, in my opinion. Um, bro, Deuce is special, man. I don't care what nobody says, man. I forgot who said it. I think it was Van Gundy. I forgot what game it we. I forgot a game, the last ESPN game, where he was like Miles McBride. Um, if given extended minutes would be an all nba defender absolutely totally agree his problem is he needs a consistent jumper once he if he gets that bro sky's the limit for him in my opinion man i i agree and i think i think the most important attribute about mcbride is the the fire never seems to be burnt out he's always ready he's always ready he's always ready to play which is amazing you know, um, dude, I'm, I, he left me speechless game, dude. Especially, I think the most, the greatest game he had was against the Clippers when he had like 20, like 27 or 26, some, some crazy number against them. Um, I like, yeah, I agree with you, bro. I think he's one consistent jump shot away from actually. Like he could be a starter. He had a jump a, shot. Yeah. He could be a starter. Being bro, a force. Cause, to I, cause I said it from the get go, bro. He gives me defensively. He gives me Patrick Beverly bot. Uh, excuse me, Patrick Beverly vibes as far as his defense and his hustle goes. But if he gets a jump shot, he'll be so much better. So much better. And super efficient. Six to eight from the field, four or five from three. Psst, bro, give me more of that, Deuce. Deuce Ma, baby. But this is this this kind of outbreak shows improvement, though. You know, it shows that something is there. You know, so if he could just find that consistency, we'll be all right. Uh, going to our main man, Julius Randle. Uh, struggle of a game, not for nothing, 100%. 34 minutes, 24 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. As crazy as that stat line sounds, yes, it was a struggle. Why? Because he went 8 for 20, 0 for 5 from 3. Yeah, that's not too good, you know. But we had a good supporting cash. So, you know, Julius did what he could. You know, unfortunately, like his offense wasn't there. He rebounded well, so you know, no, we gave him that. He still had a plus eight for the plus minus, my favorite stat line. He he still had a plus eight. So, I mean, it's his defense and his rebounding, like you said. And his assist, you know, four assists. That's pretty good. So, I'll I take mean, that from Randall. Three, four assists a game. I'm happy and, with that. And two two turnovers. Not bad. Not bad, bro. Two turnovers. Like, because the way I see it, that means he had one turnover per half. I'll average it out at that. And this is good to look at because usually when Randall has – 
a uh, a bad game offensively or shooting wise, he kind of tends to tune out. You know, like he tends to like kind of. And we struggle fade away. as a whole, and the team struggles as a whole. Which which it has been showing lately because with the without Jalen Brunson, you could definitely see Randall being aggravated and upset because he's doing a lot more than he was used to doing. But luckily, but luckily for us, you know, we got like I said, we got a good supporting cast who showed up, and might as well get to the main event of the game: Josh Hart versus Cam Reddish. We've been, we've been really beating the around the bush. Event. It's not really the main event. Who made it the main event? You Knicks Twitter, you made it the main event. So let's talk about it. This is like Josh WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, man, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm coming for you, brother. <clears throat> Damn, excuse me, catching a cold. Oof. No. Yeah, that's good. I gotta drink my tea. But um, anyway, Josh Hart, 16 points, nine boards, eight assists. Wow, almost a triple double. Three steals versus Cam Reddish. Drum roll, please. Two points, one rebound, two steals. And that's no disrespect to Cam. Big shout out to Cam Reddish. We love Cam Reddish. We wish him well. But a lot of Knicks fans were upset. We traded him. You know, a lot of trash talk going on. You know, I'm sure it died down because Josh Hart's playing well since the trade deadline. But, you know, we're only bringing this up because y'all was talking about it. So, Stevie, we, pulled the, Stevie, so we pulled the receipts. Exactly. Put it and put it in perspective. Give give me the record between Josh oh, Hart yeah. and Cam Reddish. Put it in perspective for the people for the difference because everyone was very. Look at, we're not doing this to troll Cam Reddish. We're doing this to troll the Knicks Twitter because we love doing that. Because <laughs> you guys are mostly and, and, and wrong we, most of the time. And, and again, we love Cam and we wish Cam well. Yes, um, here on Knicks Anonymous specifically. So yeah. basically, what we're getting at is that, you know. A lot of people, I think, I think a lot of people were just more generally confused more than anything. Now, yes, Cam Reddish did come out and speak about the situation, and yes, he did say it was personal. He did say there was favoritism. Um, you know, it's his word against everybody else's. You know, who knows if he's telling the truth? Not saying he's a liar or anything, but this is what he said. He said that there was favoritism, and you know, he just didn't really get the spotlight he was looking for. So, um, the whole Josh Hart thing, no one really knew what he was bringing to the table. But Stevie. Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> Fun fact, y'all. Since the trade deadline and this Josh Hart Cam Reddish trade, the Knicks are 12 and 3 compared to Portland, who are 4 and 11. That is huge. That's what I'm saying, bro. And you can't say, and you can't say that, you know, the, the, they're, they're a whack team. They have Dame Time Lillard. They have Anthony Simons. They have Nurkic. They have. We have um, uh, Jeremy Grant, they have who, might, th- who might be a Knicks target at the, in the offseason, but that'll yeah. be another, that'll be a topic for another episode. Holy crap! Kevin Knox is on the Trailblazers. Is he? He's on the roster. Stop it! Oh my god! Stop it! Kevin Knox. Did he get any minutes? Hell no! Oh, you got you came. I can't. Oh wow! We're alive. Oh, he got he got two minutes. Well, on my end, he got one minute. But okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Knox. <now. laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh. So last person I want to talk about. Uh. R. J. Barrett. Twenty-two points, five rebounds, eight of thirteen, one and three. Broadway Barrett has been doing his thing, man. Second um, half, R. J. Yeah, bro. This is like a. This is like a, oh, what's it called? It's like a rerun. What should I put? Last last five games. I think that's gonna be RJ's new nickname, the rerun. Okay, so the RJ Barrett, <laughs> RJ Barrett's last five games, he has averaged twenty two points, five rebounds, two assists. The rerun strikes again. I'm telling you, bro, second half RJ. I don't know what it is with bad starts, but he always picks it up in the second half. And Nick fans are weird, bro. Like, there's Knicks fans out there that say, yo, if RJ gets better and develops into what we want him to develop to, then we can trade him for what we need. Trade that doesn't make now. any sense. Why would you do that if he developed into what we need him to develop to? Nick fans trip me out sometimes. Chill, bro. You know, you know, you know what time it is, Steve. You know when the price is right, the price is right. 
You know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't turn into what we don't like, if he turn, if he doesn't turn into what we think he's gonna turn to, then you trade him. Why would you develop it? It's what you want, and then trade him. Nick fans, you make no sense sometimes. But again, you know that's not Nick like, anonymous. But like y'all. But like Stevie Hat says, we are here for you. <laughs> I guess. You know? I mean, we are we are Nick fans, and this is a Nick show, so it is for all Nick fans. So yeah. But we Absolutely. like to keep it. We like to keep it as accurate and as down to earth as possible. We don't like to get caught in the, the dreamscape of Nick's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, the hoopla. You know what I mean? The creme de la. I won't even call. I'll call it the creme de la creme, but I don't mean that in a good way. The hoopla. That was a good one. I'll leave it at that. The hoopla. <laughs> hoopla. So, uh, our overall great win, uh, against the Blazers. Um, very hard competition. And they were able to figure it out and pull it, pull, pull the win out, you know. Because there was a time where I thought this game was over. I thought it was a done deal. Like we went up by, we went uh, down by, we said seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, because it is his game time. And not only that, again, me trying to revert back to the old Knicks, thinking once we're down, that's it, or we make a run and lose. Not only did we make a run, we beat them by almost twenty points. That's a fact. Impressive win, uh, my opinion. If I may say so myself. This is not no scrub team because, like you said, the Wild Wild West, they're all going crazy over there. So oh, wait, all... but Portland's out of it. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> they're not, well, they're not out of, it, out of it. Like, they're not mathematically out of it. But, like, I didn't name them because they're not close to, like, the teams I named. They're, like, maybe, like, a couple of games out. So I don't think Portland's, I don't think Portland's going to make it. Okay, fair enough. But at the end of the day, there are no scrubs. Not at all. Uh, they just underachieved, in all honesty. This year, Portland just underachieved. So, moving on to my favorite game of the week. The game that we, me and Stevie, actually thought that we were going to We lose. had this as an L. We had this game as an L. A big L, actually. A fat one. Very fat L. Uh, uh, Knicks 116, Denver Nuggets 110. <sighs> um. So, what What are your first thoughts, Stevie? What, go ahead. Well, first... Me- First of all, I didn't know Jalen Brunson was going to play. He ended up being a game-time decision. And I guess that had a big positive effect because I was like, you know what I mean? I guess I don't want to compare it to it, but I'm going to anyway. Kind of had like the Willis Reed effect when he walked through the tunnel. Because he said it all. He said it all, bro. I think he had like 18 points in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, but then he kind of slowed down because he only had two in the second. So yeah. he, was having, he was having some trouble there in the first half. Um, but you know, not not too shabby at all. Even though he was a negative five on the plus minus, he shot forty five percent from the field, forty percent from three. Yeah, with, it was good to have him back. Assists. It was good to have him back. You could definitely you, you. I don't I don't have to explain how much we miss Brunson and what he brings to the table because if you already know, and if you don't know, let me give you a brief explanation. He gives you. He gives you the havoc. He gives you the creativity. He gives you the ball movement. He gives you the motion of the offense. He is the one breaking down, you know, the defense and making sure everybody's able to score, hence the five assists. And why Randall, let's see Randall's turnover numbers. Okay, for some reason he had more. But <laughs> thank, <laughs> thanks, Randall, for that one. But, but he had three. That's not bad. That's average, usually, Rand- that's average Randall. That's average Randall. I'll take that. It's actually below average Randall because usually Randall would use the average four, almost five turnovers. But because Brunson is now in with the, <clears throat> with this rotation, the ball is no longer kind of going through him. All it's just doing is just getting to him in a spot that he's comfortable in scoring. So his only job is to score. Passing is now optional. Passing used to be, um, what's the word? Uh, not optional. What's the, what's the opposite of not optional? Mandatory. Mandatory. Passing was mandatory for Randall. But now that we have a point guard, it is no longer mandatory. He now just fire away. Yes. Now his primary objective is to score, which you can see he does very well on a nightly basis. He absolutely he, does. He's an absolute yes. machine. So uh what Stevie, what what stuck out to you the most in this game? Uh honestly, the fact that we beat them, bro, I did not see it coming. I really did not. I thought that Jokic was going to be too much for us. Um, Percentage-wise, he did well. You know what I mean? He had 24, 10, and 8 assists. And it was 11 of 18. So, you know what I mean? 
he did well percentage wise but i assume the one for five from three is what made the difference because he usually you know gets at least two of those so the one of five kind of made the difference there um in all honesty the team ball was great there were a couple there was a couple of there were a couple of times where i thought we were going to lose the game because we did um give up a 13 point lead we caught up and matter of fact both teams blew 13 point leads that's how competitive this game was this game went back and forth this had like a playoff feel um I don't know, bro. This I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. I really did not expect us to win this game. I think I, I, I think the most impressive thing about this game to me, or not impressive, but the most, um, I, I, I think I think this is it for a lot of our games now, because I did say this and I and it happened, so I spoke into existence. I think the key factor in most of these games is our bench. Uh, Definitely okay. Our bench right now scored. 13 plus 10, 23, uh, plus 5, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 2, 3, 34. Our bench scored 34 points. Imagine our bench does that every game, bro. To to their bench, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. Not even. No, I mean, we got them by one, but still. But... I bring this up because their heavy hitters was was hitting. You know what I mean? So yeah, Jamal if, Murray, bro. I thought we were gonna lose because because Jamal Murray started going off on us for a second. Yeah. I thought Jamal Murray was gonna end it. So our offense was battling their <laughs> offense, and the thing that was breaking it over the ice was the support of the bench. If we didn't have the support of the bench keeping things in rhythm or even in lock, because the bench was actually part of that run that actually brought us back to that thirteen point lead with Emmanuel led by Emmanuel quickly. You know what I mean? And I like that okay. and I, I like that combo though. Emmanuel quickly with Quentin Grimes. That quant that combo I really like. You got defense and offense and both of those guys, honestly. So You know who seems to have a little um little two man game going? Grimes and iHeart. They seem to have like at least once or twice um every game they make a play and they had like one or two plays in this game. I heart I heart I heart's been good doing good. Yeah, bro. Six points, nine boards, an assist, two steals, and a block. And he played pretty good defense on Jokic. And he had a and he had a um a dribble move off the top of the key on Jokic. He sure did. He that damn was, sure did. That, that was unexpected. Everybody was like, whoa, where'd that came from? <laughs> that was pretty cool, man. Shout out to iHeart for that. <laughs> and shout out to our big guys in general, because we dominated on the boards. Uh overall 43 to 33. Absolutely. I can't front, bro. Um, I should have I actually wanted to mention that in the beginning. Second chance points won this game for us. 15 offensive rebounds. That's what won this game for us, if you really want to know. And I think Josh Hart had like nine. Josh Hart had eight rebounds. Eight rebounds. Dude, that's crazy. On the offensive end, three. Pretty impressive for God. So look at the Knicks. Listen, man. Oh. Listen, we have been going forward. Listen, if if you take anything from any of the moves we've done, any of the trades we've done for the past two years or even three or was it two? No, two years. No, three years. Two. I'm gonna We're say two. Going back to no, no, no. I'm gonna go. I'm, so I'm just saying from from when we got Tibbs. When was Tibbs hired? Three years ago. Three years ago. So for the past three years, we've been moving forward. Absolutely, except for last year. I mean, we took a step back, but still. Okay, I would. I will say. I will say two steps backwards and three <clears> steps <throat> forward. Especially, absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Especially with the the Josh Hart trade, I think that was the icing on the cake, because not really nobody nobody really knew where that was gonna take us, and we have a twelve three record with Josh Hart, you know. So there's no coincidence on that. There's no luck in that involved. I think that's just is what it is. It's exactly what you get from a guy like Josh Hart. Absolutely. You know? So and shout out to Leon Rose and shout out to the whole coaching staff for actually realizing talent and actually going getting talent. Something the Knicks GMs in the past have been getting uh, backlash for and something even Leon's been getting backlash for still regardless even though he's gotten all this talent so yeah needs to stop Nick's Twitter 
you know, yeah, there's been some questionable like Obi Toppin, but we're not gonna get into that. Um, Obi Toppin's been doing okay for you know, hasn't been really doing anything to shake the room, but you know, he makes, he makes the most of his minutes when he when he has a good game. But we just need more from him when he does get minutes. Because it's possible, not for nothing, when come playoff time, it's very possible Tiz would shorten the rotation. And Obi might be an odd man out. I'm just saying. Uh, possibility. I, possibility I poss- I'm not saying that's definitely going to happen. Possibility's there. I can definitely see that. 110%. I think I think that's something he should do. Actually, uh, is that going to tire everybody out? Of course. Um, okay, but no, no cap. One thing I want to see more of is Quentin Grimes. He he's been he's been very streaky lately in that starting. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been getting a lot of triple singles. Yeah, he's he needs to kind of pick it up because <laughs> you know I get it. You know he's young player starter. You know, and you're not, and you're not one of the top three options. I understand. I get it. But since you are in this starting position, I'm going to criticize you as such, you know, and he needs to find a way just to, you know, build a little bit more consistency on, you know, his defense will always be there regardless. That is why his starting position is always going to be in lock. You know, oh, yeah, his defense has been nothing short of spectacular. I have no problem with that. He has his lapses from time to time, but overall, pretty good. Correct. He just needs to find a consistent offensive game which you know his all he, he's he's a he's a threat but there are times where he disappears in the wrong possible times that's only because so, he's not aggressive i think he needs to be more aggressive that's just my opinion though i think he needs and, to be more aggressive especially when you're one of the fastest players in the nba you know so is he really well he's the first uh he's the fastest first step no yeah, he's the he's the fastest first step player in the NBA. So his first his wow, when he takes I, that, didn't, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, when he takes that first step, he's late. You know, and he needs to use that to his advantage. Well, hell yeah, be more aggressive, Quinn. Go, go. You know what? He when does he, cause a lot of havoc, though. I do like that about Quentin Grimes. He does have a tendency to get to the basket, and you know, even if nothing does happen, it still keeps the defense in check and makes everybody collide and you know which then opens up a possibility for somebody else he's athletic too he needs to drive instead of pull i mean i don't mind him doing pull up threes because he's a good shooter but drive more he can get up there he could dunk he could get that's up what i'm there. saying like the, the, the potential is there man just be more aggressive he sees passive that's just me i think that's just a rookie thing though not a rookie I mean, you know, not a rookie, but, you know, like, <laughs> wait, second year? Like, yeah. So, you know, yeah, he's still, you know, you don't want to step on nobody's toes. You know, he's he's, he's still finding, he's working his way. He's still finding his way, you know. He's yeah, just, I, can, I can do it. He's, he just became a starter. So, you know, he's he's trying to find his, his role. So I'm not really too mad about that. I, I can dig it, but I still need to be more aggressive. No, of course. He needs to fix that because you can't be in the starting lineup doing single triples. That's not going to fly here. Uh, okay, so usually at the end of every episode, we talk about the Weeds games and how we think they're going to go. So, uh, Stevie. Let me get that up. Sorry. Let me get, the, let me get that schedule up. Just I, have it, I have it up for you. So, Stevie, tomorrow we play against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's going to be a goodie. How do you feel? Wait, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Anthony Edwards might be out. He is. I think he is out. If he's out, I got that as a W. I mean, even if he was there, I would still have it as a W. But if he's out, definite W. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, we have the Miami Heat. What did we have that as before? We have that as... I got to look in the notes. What did we have that as before? I know we had one of those games as an L. I know we have one of the Heat games as an L. I just don't remember which one. I don't know if it's that one or the other one, but... Okay, wait, wait. I got to count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 20. Okay, so it was the last 20 games. So let's go into the overview, see schedule. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, no 
Okay, so unfortunately, my uh, dumbass wrote W and L instead of writing the names of the team where it was going to be W and L. Oh, good. I got this as a W. <laughs> so, long story short, I got this week as a W. I do as well. Matter of um, fact, I think we're going to win all three games because we got the T Wolves, the Heat, and the Magic. I don't see us losing to any of those three teams, especially if the, especially if the Timberwolves don't have Anthony Edwards. I don't see it. Okay, we actually had these next three games as Ws. Oh, there you go. Yes, we had these three games as Ws, and then after that, we had the. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> oh wow! You know, if we win all three games this week, we'll be at forty-five wins. One game above our prediction, which is about 44. This is it, Stevie. This is the home stretch. Yes, sir. This is you the should... week. This is the overall. This would have been the ultimate bet. I know I should have threw that on DraftKings. I should have bet the over because they had us at 38 wins. You would have bet like 500. I think you would have won some bread. We could have bet the mortgage. Basically. We would have been millionaires, Stevie. Maybe. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe maybe next year, ladies and gentlemen. But with that being said, shout out to the notebook. With that being said, that concludes another episode of Nick's Anonymous, baby. Um, it has been a very positive season, not for nothing. And I would like to really just take the time to appreciate that. Even though there has been some bumps in the roads, some harder than others. Yep. <laughs> but... We are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the fifth seed, pushing for the fourth, um, and looking towards playoffs, man. You know, I can't wait. I might, I might buy playoff tickets this year. I got to go to the garden and experience the playoff atmosphere. I think you should, coming from experience, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it, it, it was definitely, it was definitely a fun time when I went. It was completely electric. I mean, floor was shaking, beer was spilling everywhere. <laughs> it was a crazy. It's a crazy memory, dude. It's crazy. Sounds fun. Uh, sound, yeah. Uh, speaking of fun, I actually want to go to a hockey game too. But that's a different story. We're going to talk about that later, Stevie. You can definitely go to a hockey game. But uh, links in descriptions, Instagram, website, link tree, all that in the description below. I'm LJ. Stevie in the building. We are Nick's Anonymous. We are the people's voice. We ain't nothing without you, the beautiful people. The beautiful people. Don't forget about the Nick's Anonymous pins that you cop on, on the website. Uh, and let's go Knicks, man. It's been a, it's been a great, it's been a great season so far. Not for nothing, you know? So it's put a smile on your face and, uh, enjoy your Monday or whenever you listen to this and we'll see you guys next episode. Go Knicks. Let's go Knicks.